Okay. Blog Talk Radio. Yay! <laughs> Blog Talk Radio. Well, I'll tell you what, friends. We're really glad you're here because we're really glad we're here. Dr. Charlie, how are you today? We're doing outstanding. How are you? Well, my friend, listen, we've been on the phone for a half hour while I've been <clears throat> getting you, probing you to tell me stories as I was sitting here at my computer for an hour as it was frozen and talking to you saying, okay, it's restarting. It said 6%. All right, it said 24 Then all of a sudden it's at 64%. I'm thinking, okay, I'll be free. For Freedom Fridays, any moment now, 45 minutes later, we're on the phone. So we're really happy to be here on Blog Talk Radio, the K Factor, where K equals kindness and the factors are all the things that lead to it. Sponsored by none other than Partners in Excellence, LLC. Dr. Charlie and I are Partners in Excellence. We are determined to shoulder it up together and make the reach for excellence. And you never arrive. You get close, and then you raise the bar. So here we are on Freedom Fridays, and we are seeking freedom, mental, psychological, financial, emotional, physical freedom. (laughs) Thank goodness I have the freedom to be on today. Good grief. I wasn't sure. I was afraid to leave the room because I thought, you know, I might hear like a fire or explosion or something. So Freedom Fridays, we got a lot of content, but man, it's tight. It's tough. What do you want to talk about? You know, a couple things. Um, I'm thinking about this concept of Freedom Fridays, and so one of the things that came to mind today was thinking about uh, empathy. Empathy? Okay. Acceptance. Oh, acceptance. Acceptance. And can you hear that horn honking? I love that horn honking because, you know, usually on our show, we have got my, well, our our mascot on my end, which is the lawnmower. So that now you have, well, it's a duck. What it is is it's a syndicated duck. <laughs> you know, and usually when the horn's talking like that, somebody comes running out of the house and goes like this and turns the thing off. Not in 2020. <laughs> right. so it's continuing to ring, so. Um, it's really not distracting, though. Okay, good. Cause yeah. I, cause I can put the headphones on. Nah, this is now, this is better. So here's the thing about acceptance is, and this is uh, something we can talk about when it comes to freedom. Yeah. In that we need to really take a close look at acceptance, and here's what I mean by that. Because we, I think we have a challenge uh, with acceptance in this country. So here's one of the challenges. When someone says, hey, wow, that's a nice shirt, or hey, wow, that's a nice dress, we'll downplay it. We'll accept the compliment. We'll say, wow, well, you know, this old thing, you know, I've had this shirt for, you know, oh, well, yeah, I picked this up. Right? It's not. Thank you. I really appreciate that. This is one of my favorite shirts. I appreciate it. I'm glad, I'm glad that it, I'm glad you like it because I like it. Yeah. I like the, I like the conversation in, in the midst of that. Yeah. We push, we push it away. 
Okay, here's another acceptance piece. On the flip side of that is that we um, will have someone that for whatever reason, they don't vibe with us. You know, there's been, we haven't done anything wrong. But for whatever reason, they're not in our camp. They're not in our tribe. We don't accept it. We, 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 we fret about it. We vacillate over it. Instead of just accepting that, hey, you know, Peggy Sue doesn't really, doesn't really like me, but hey, you know what? There's another seven billion people on the land. I'm sure there's some people that, that, that like what I do, that like ragged music or reggae or whatever it is. Absolutely. But I don't accept the fact that someone doesn't accept us. It's okay. And so. What do you mean?
there's a huge price to pay for accepting or not accepting and what it is that we are accepting of. And in, in, I, I think that one of my things that I've noticed in myself and in people who are turning to me during this, this year in, in ways that is a very qualitatively different than how people have ever turned to me for, for guidance with me, teaching with me, mentoring with me, whatever we want to call it. That is the biggest cup I've ever seen. <laughs> You're a big guy, and you could almost put your whole face in there. <laughs> it's a, it's like a, it's like a, a cooling tank. <laughs> That'd be great in the winter. It could really warm your whole face. Um, it's, a, it's, a metaphor. it's a metaphor. Okay. Um, I want, and, and so I've got my my wonderful world market you know, like uh, handcrafted glass here. I don't have near enough water in it because I was drinking while I was waiting for the magic to happen here. But, you know, I'm thinking about it. And when we, when we are accepting, uh, like with kids, when, when they're really fitful and we accept that, well, we're teaching them something. When we draw a boundary, we're teaching them something. You know, I like I like the framework that you put it into of um, the compliments. I was, as a matter of fact, it was funny because I was thinking about compliments the other day. Somebody was paying me a compliment, and and I just I turned it into a joke. <laughs> it's not very gracious, and then they, of course everybody laughs. But and so that really thing about it is what we're what we're actually doing there is we're. We're, we're communicating because our subconscious mind is always with us. Yes, it is. And so when we say, uh, hey, yeah, this is an old shirt. It's not that great. Our subconscious mind says, yeah, it's not that great. That's what you said, right? Or, oh, or I'm really not that good, you know, even though they just told you that you did a wonderful job. You're like, ah, oh, I don't know about that. You know, I can work on this, work on that. We're telling, we're communicating with ourselves. Once again, we're not that good. We just, we're told right. by a group of people. That was good. And then right. we don't accept it. Right. And so what that does for our self-esteem is not positive. No. Done. But it, in the, it's given in the spirit of humility, right? We're trying to be humble, but we're hurting ourselves. Yes. Because it's truly self-deprecation. Right. We're hurting ourselves unintentionally. Yeah. And I think just being mindful of that will help us be more accepting of compliments. Hey, you did a great job or you did a good thing and someone thanks you for it. Accept it. I appreciate it. Yeah, please. I appreciate you noticing. Yeah, yeah. You know, I remember I got several comments the other day. I made a video. I made a little adjustment to my goatee. Okay. So, but I made an adjustment to it. And so, like, three people said, hey, you know, rocking the goatee, you know, something like that. That's like crazy. <laughs> One guy said, I don't know, this has nothing to do with your clothes. That's the most well-groomed goatee I've ever seen in my life. Okay. I, I 
it's a button. It's a button yeah. that's, you know, making life easier. So, you know, when 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 we're talking about acceptance, acceptance of ourselves, acceptance in that moment of stress to be able to take the focus off of ourselves, put it onto the other person, look in their eyes, look in their face and see what's the impact I'm having here. Even if somebody's paying us a compliment, look into their face and, and see what's the impact because you're probably going to see something lovely on their face because they're feeling something positive as they're looking at you and experiencing you. And if you focus in on your reaction to that compliment, you're not even going to get the joy or give the joy that they're getting. Isn't that funny? I've never thought about it like that until, until this very moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a fascinating, just when you really look at some of these nuances in life, they're small interactions that have a very large impact on us and, and others. Huge. So I'm sitting several days in a physician practice, <clears throat> seeing patients as they're coming in, coordinating with the physicians on what it is that's going on with them because there's such a high incidence of people coming in because they're really stressed. They don't, they're not needing to see a psychiatrist. They're not completely strung out. They're not having suicidal ideation, at least not the ones that I'm sitting and talking to. But they're they're trying to figure out how to deal with what's happening in the world and what's happening in our culture here in the United States right now. And they're just you know, there's a level there's a level of thinking that's kind of the the beginning, first step, low level. Then it turns into a little bit of a concern because you've been thinking about it. And then you add some worry into it because you've got some evidence that you should be concerned. And then you go from worry up to some anxiety. And then you start to get really anxious. And then you get fearful because you're thinking, well, I've been traveling kind of a ways on this journey here from just thinking about it. Now I'm escalating. Now I'm in the land of anxiety. And then people start getting fearful. Then they get depressed and they get overwhelmed because of all this uncertainty. And, and one of the things in terms of acceptance and freedom and compliments that I'm finding and that little nuance of something that you can offer somebody to help them feel better and get a different perspective, I've been doing that with people and, and in sitting and talking to them and listening, not making anything up, but, but really listening intently and, and asking them if they understand how well they're surviving and thriving in the middle of what is very stressful that really when you get challenged, you up your game to meet the demands of the performance that you need to have in order to get through it. Right. I mean, you know, this is an athlete. I know this is a, is a former athlete and a, and a wannabe. (laughs) I want to be an athlete again. I really do. (laughs) And I got to rise to the challenge here. For my freedom, and I mean, seriously, I'm joking about it, but with your athleticism comes your svelte, comes your strength, comes your ability to have have a a freedom of movement that psychologically is so empowering, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And in order to get there, you got to break through all those barriers and and overcome the challenges and compliment yourself for doing it on the way. Right. Yeah, it's 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 quite a journey, and I think that 
that hero's journey we hear a lot about, and we're all on that journey, whether we like it or not. And if we're on the journey, whether we like it or not, then let's figure out how to best navigate that that journey. And it's unprecedented stress levels for so many reasons right now. And I think one of the big things is, hey, instead of fighting this, except, hey, this is what has happened. And so this is where we are now. What can I do? What do I have control of? That there's a ton of stuff that I don't control. But what do I have control of? And number one is me, myself, my attitude, how I respond, and what I do about it. Yeah. And uh, that's, you know, but, but you have to accept that this is where we're at. It's not going to vanish, poof, as we were told. Oh, it's just going to be gone in the summer. It didn't happen. No. And so this is, this is where we're at. <clears throat> so now, how do we, you know, how do we navigate? And we've got to accept this is where we're at and then do something about it. Uh, from a personal standpoint. You know, I go back to the name of the overarching platform of the K factor, where K equals kindness and the factors are all the things that lead to it. And every day, the theme of the day is focused on kindness in that day. And, And Friday, as you and I talked about, with Freedom Fridays, We're affording people an opportunity to think in terms of your freedom, in terms of your freedom in every single way. It's not just about freedom here in America and the politic and all that. It's really, we we always come back to mindset, perspective, perception, attitude. And in the science of that, when we talk about attribution theory, it took me a long time to understand that theory and what that meant in social psychology. Mm-hmm. But in attribution theory, we are assigning reason to why it is that this, that, and the other thing is happening. And that influences our attitude at such a core level mm-hmm. that we don't even understand how powerful it is when we let our mind go down the path making rapid decisions, rapid judgments without contemplation. So more than anything during this time, we actually have the time for the contemplation. Yes. At unprecedented levels. Yes. Right. And that and that and that's that's one of the blessings. That's one of the that's one of the potential blessings, I should say. We've got to really use that and and go in. And that's where this, with my mind came with, with all the levels of acceptance. It's just, a, it's been a, an interesting <clears throat> time with all the reflection that, that I've done and, and things that I have finally accepted, right? I mean, it was, it's, it's strange to say, but for all these years, you know, I never accepted, never accepted the way my dad raised me. Unacceptable. These behaviors, unacceptable. You can't treat kids like that. Treat a kid like that. You can't say those things to a kid. You can't 
She set this kind of example. It was unacceptable. His behavior was unacceptable. Yeah. No doubt about it. However, I've accepted the fact that that's what he did, and this is who I am because of what he did. Been able to navigate those things. And uh, it's interesting because it was like an epiphany. Yesterday I was talking to a gal, Dr. Gail Hayes, who I should introduce you. She's a super fascinating woman. Uh, and we were talking. I would love that, by the way. And I was like, you know what? And she made some comments about how my father was instrumental. She said, hey, because I was thinking, I, we were talking about how back then, you know, there was family dysfunction. You didn't talk about it outside the house, right? Bro, oh, you never, yeah. You never tell a school teacher that you're <clears throat> or, right. or an, an uncle or my grandpa you didn't even know the extent. And I said, you know, if I would have said something to my, to my uncle or my grandfather, I think they would have had something to say about that. You know what I mean? They would, it wouldn't, and it would have been good. Right. Right. And so she's like, yeah, but if you'd have been, they would have intervened, and you'd have been rescued out of that situation. She says, you, you'd still be here, but Dr. Charlie, if he exists today, would not be. That's right. And I was like, wow, it's so true. Then I connected with a conversation I had with my mother after my father passed away. <clears throat> In the last six months, we didn't speak at all. I just couldn't do it. I was like, this guy's too negative. He's drowning me. I've had, I've had 50 years to get it right. So that was it. So I remember apologizing to my mother. saying, hey, I'm sorry that, you know, dad and I didn't get along. And, you know, I have some responsibility in that. And, and so I apologized to her about that because it affected her, obviously. And she looked at me. She said, that's all right. But she said, you know, since your, do- your, your, your dad wanted two things. He wanted you to be tough. And he wanted you to be smart. And you're that. You are that, Charlie. And I was like, wow, he got it done. Terrible how he got it done, but he got it done. And so... I can accept <laughs> that in the end was able to make um, some pretty good lemonade with a bunch of lemons and not much sugar. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, one of the things that we forget in terms of our parents, no matter who they are, they came together and created us. That something good came together and and what they produced in the way of a human being, they are in us. And if we can look for what the what the strengths are and understand what the challenges are and look at them as an example of those were the challenges that they put on me, but I dig a little further and I see where their challenges came from then I understand something about myself and my capacity and and I and I understand I need to love them if I have any hope of loving myself. And and that's probably the thing that I that I say to people 
when we're doing the personal side of the work, not just the business side of the work, but it always comes up what their parental experience was like, what their experience was being a kid. And, and when I throw that flavor into it, it's like taking a, a lettuce with no dressing and adding something delicious to it that, that's healthy for you, you know, like really savor this because there's, there's, there's no such thing. It, you know, I, I've dealt with people who, who's, who's, who's ha- had horrible abuse laid upon them from people who brutalized, but those brutalized people, I'm not going to do this person any good if I reinforce, yeah, you came from horror. No, because it plants something so awful inside of a person. I believe that our inner landscape is beautiful, you know, and, and so what do you do? You, you nurture it like any garden and you, you take care of the weeds. Some of them actually end up being herbs that are going to help to heal you. You know, you didn't have a clue. Some of them are going to be like dandelions. People are killing them all the time. Well, they've got healing properties. And you can make wine out of them. <laughs> it's really pretty. <laughs> and and when we do that, the freedom, the freedom just opens up. I, I did a Zoom call with a family last night. Really, really lovely group of people. They had gone through something traumatic. And I had asked that they all came together. And parents divorced and remarried to others. I said, come on, bring it all together here. And so we had this Zoom call. And, you know, I made a joke out of the uh, Hollywood Squares kind of way that it was with the boxes filled, right? But when we got off and I just kept one of the uh, kids on the phone with me, and I made reference to one of the parents, the face cringed, and I said, and she wanted to keep talking, and I said, hold on a second. What's that about? Oh, there's just things there. Of course there are. There's things everywhere. But, and I gave her the same pitch I just did here. You know, you came from these two people. They did fine in the, in the Zoom call. And I think they were appropriate. And that's who you come from. You know, these are good people. If you got to rub with somebody who's a parent, you got to figure it out for the, for the sake of yourself, then for your love affair, and then for the offspring that you might be creating. And then you're going to be that ugly parent. What? <laughs> Where did you think you learned it from? You know, we like to think we're so highly evolved beyond that. Oh, no, I'm smarter than that. Yeah, yeah. Then you hear yourself saying the things that your parents said, right? What, and what is that? Talk about freedom. Will we ever really be free if we can't let go of the stop crying or I'll give you something to really cry about? Everybody. Yeah. Oh, my God, Charlie, we're out of time. Well, the first half hour was spent with me having to diddle around with my computer and get it to please be charming and start. And then it says, we can't finish your updates. Now we got to start over. Don't turn off your computer. Ah, so I was texting you, you know, ah, <laughs> with horrid looking icon faces. Thank you for being such a good sport and such a good friend about it. I appreciate it. All right. 
So until next week, Dr. Charlie Cartwright, bless your heart for being a good sport. Peace out. Enjoy the squirrels in your yard there. And, hey, do the goatee, dude. It's cool. Thank you. <laughs> Appreciate it. Have a wonderful weekend. All right. I'll talk to you later, okay? All right. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye.